0: I feel bad because last time we recorded, yeah. you recommended that I watch... And you didn't. Um, what's the name of it? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I didn't watch any of it. Yeah. I didn't watch anything else.
1: Well, that's something at least. I just didn't get yeah. to
0: watch the pilot episode of it. I
1: mean, I watched two things that you told me to watch. Oh, you did? Yeah, I watched Jiro Dreams of Sushi and Baby Cobra.
0: Wow, very nice. Yeah. Um. Okay, you should tell me about... How you felt about both of those. Okay. But I have a proposal. Yeah. Should we watch the pilot of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Right now? And then talk about it. Hell yeah! Back with Couch Talk. Yeah. We were actually sitting on the couch. We were. We were sitting on the couch. and Now
1: we're going to talk about that experience.
0: Yeah. Um, The important part of the sitting on the couch experience that we just had... um, a, you got to pet Theo for a while.
1: I pet Theo for a solid forty minutes. It was great.
0: Had a great time. Uh, secondarily, we watched season one, episode one of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, the name, the TV show with the name that I kind of mostly forget every time I try to think of it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little bit a terrible name but within the context of the show it's also like a perfect name because the right. the show is dealing with the idea of what it is to be a crazy ex girlfriend right
0: there's um there's like a CBS sitcom called crazy ex girlfriend in an alternate universe that is like just a horrible show about like how women are crazy yeah
1: that's not this show
0: yeah no, this show is is amazing the show is about how women are crazy <laughs> Um I don't know where to start in my reaction to that. You laughed a lot. I did laugh a lot. Like it was pretty funny. Um I liked all the like I liked a lot of the tiny stuff. Yeah. Um like lots of little throwaway lines mm-hmm. or potentially throwaway lines. Yeah. Um and even like there at the very end with the, <laughs> the rapper yeah, calling his <laughs> list of his bitches to apologize yeah. to list, uh, and apologizing to them. Uh, like one of the names on the list was Tundra, which is not a name. <laughs> Apparently, it is. It was like Amber and Chantel, yeah. and, and Tundra, vaguely stripper names, yeah, and Tundra.
1: I could see a stripper named Tundra,
0: and <laughs> <In> like Alaska. <laughs> Right, you're like a miner in Anchorage, and you go Maybe. to a strip club, and you what do you got? You got tundra, frostbite, Denali. Yeah, I oh,
1: don't no. know. Denali's pushing it a little. <laughs> <laughs> like that could go real bad, real quick. Kodiak. Is... <laughs> Kodiak, I can appreciate.
0: Kodiak's in the the gay bar. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a bear. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, there should be. We'll get back to crazy school right now. There. <laughs> there should be a like a gay strip club where all the dancers are named after bears are men and they're bears. Yeah. And they're named after bear species. I mean, we gotta get this started. Polar Untapped market. Grizzly, Kodiak, Brown, Black. Panda. <laughs> <laughs> sloth. Yeah. There's a sloth bear.
1: Is is a sloth bear a thing? Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't know a lot of kinds of bears. <laughs> I think we've run out of the <laughs> list
1: of names of bears we know.
0: I'm sure there's plenty more bears. There's gotta be. Black doesn't really work.
1: No, black and brown are rough. Like, I don't... <laughs> I'm not comfortable there.
0: No. I like panda, though.
1: Yeah. Panda's strong.
0: Okay, so Crazy Ex-Girlfriends. Yeah.
1: Season one, episode one.
0: Um, It's really funny. I think... I wonder if continuing to watch it will make me like the music parts more? That's a good question. Because for now it's like this show is funny and I really like what's going on and then like the music parts happen and I'm like I'll just try to find the funny things in the music mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Because I just don't like get the music. I don't know what it does for the story or the humor.
1: Well I mean it's so there's there's a lot of things going into it. Um, one of which is that rachel rachel bloom who is the co-creator of the show along with eileen Brosh mckenna who plays rebecca bunch um does humorous songs and she's done that before crazy ex-girlfriend like right. that was a thing um i sent you uh, fuck me ray bradbury which i saw years before even knowing that before crazy ex-girlfriend even existed i saw that video mm. and thought it was amazing
0: So that, this has been her deal for a long time she's been doing it for a while okay. yeah and, I mean, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was
1: in development for actually a number of years as well. Uh, it was originally going to be, I think, a Showtime property. And they actually, like, it was much more vulgar. Hmm. And they had to tone it down to sort of when they moved over to the CW. Uh, but I, I think, I still think it's, a, it's an absolutely perfect show. Huh. And so I think the music comes out of that. But I think the music also kind of ties in with the history of the musical as an art form in the sense that i mean it's a it's a conduit for jokes absolutely but it's it's a heightened reality it sort of goes beyond the real and mm. into you know being able to express things that cannot be expressed any other way because i don't think for example you would understand i don't i think there are other ways to do this but i think the medium of rebecca singing the song west covina as sort of an explanation of what's going on is much more nuanced than when she says it to other people, Mm -hmm. because the song is not about explaining it to other people. It's about explaining it to herself Mm. and helping her understand what she's doing and doing it in sort of this larger than life perspective. And, and Rebecca has a larger than life perspective. And I think that's reflected in the musical songs.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And they don't like, so the first episode, all of the musical numbers revolved around Rebecca. And sort of her outside perspective of the universe. Yeah. That does not remain true for the rest of the the series. There are songs, you know, Greg has has a number of really amazing songs that I absolutely love. Um, Other characters we haven't met have songs. Uh, Everyone in this cast can sing. Like, everyone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Whitefeather has some amazing songs that I absolutely love. Uh, Paula's got some really good songs. Like everybody, Josh has songs. Like everybody in this cast, if they are a speaking character, they are probably also a singing character.
0: Okay, that's cool.
1: Um, and and as the show goes on, you realize that the entire world of the show is in a heightened reality, and so there are these sort of throwaway, cutaway gags and things like that. But I think it fits really well within the context. It is a little jarring at first, and I think the show does a, mm-hmm. I think the show does as good a job as it can with. Introducing you into the world of the musical mm. um, and sort of the transition, like literally the cartoon transition from New York to West Covina. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't say at the time that also ties into the theme song of the show. So the show has a theme song that was not played in the first episode, yeah. um, but it's in all the later episodes. <clears throat> I think it's called like the crazy ex girlfriend theme song. Good name. And it is animated on the TV show. Like in the opening mm. credits, you will see the animation. And it's in the same style as that little interstitial, the flying yeah. transition. Um And it it it's a great little song because it like describes the show. But the first episode is very much setting up the premise of the show and sort of getting you to the point that the rest of the show can happen, right? And so, like, you can't play that at the beginning of the first episode because
0: it hasn't happened, right. yet. right? They have to tell you that story first, yeah. Um, that's I think that's like a thing pilots often often do, do yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. have the yeah. Or they have a different opening
1: credits of some sort.
0: Um, Yeah. The heightened reality thing makes a lot of sense. And I d- can definitely feel that like the show doesn't like it's like it's obviously fake and extra and mm-hmm. like, just a little fantastic. Yeah. The yeah,
1: fantastic is um, a good word for it.
0: And I think like, I think that's going to, that helps me kind of see it mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, because I, like, I like, I would like this show if it wasn't that. Right? Because, like, you can, the West Covina song is a good example, like you said, because it explains to you what West Covina is all about mm-hmm. and tells you, like, who Rachel is. Who Rachel is and her, She's um, not Rebecca. Oh, so, yeah. I do
1: this all the time who and I Re- feel better. They have the same freaking initials. Rebecca is loosely, very loosely based on Rachel and she has said that in interviews. Mm-hmm. But yes, Rebecca is the character. Rachel is the actor. Just call her RB.
0: Yeah. Um, explains to you like who she is and kind of how she's deluding herself about Mm -hmm. this place. Um, and you can do that through, like, writing a screenplay without it being a musical. Sure. But like, this is—it's the show they want to make. Yeah. Right. Like, well, and
1: and I think it fits. Like, I think the musical numbers fit that character to a strong extent as well. Uh, mean? I mean, I, it's kind of hard to scrub that going too much into like stuff that happens later, but I mean, it's already I'll, use, I'll use an example from life, which is that in high school, I knew a number of people and might've been a people that used musicals in particular, not just music, but used musicals to like feel my emotions and to describe my things mm. and relate to the rest of the world around me. Uh-huh. And I think, well, that's not necessarily made explicit in the text of the show. I think Rebecca is that kind of a person. And because she does have like very real mental health issues, I think that her way of dealing with the world around her is through music and through these musical numbers and that is expressed by these unrealistic mm. musical events that she is a part of.
0: Yeah, I mean, the beginning of the show sets up the fact that like she was in a musical and like a high yeah. school camp or whatever. Yes. Like, so she's a musical person. It's yeah. not like this is just a person who's disconnected from that world and mm-hmm. they happen to be in a show where musicals are happening. Yeah, like, the character is a part of that too.
1: Yeah, and um, there are musicals that where there is no musical tying to reality like Oklahoma there's no reason within the text that these characters are singing the songs that they're singing right they're singing their songs are singing because it's a musical and that's what you do
0: but the show is like acknowledging that it's a musical
1: yes the show does like, not hide the fact that it's a musical right. or, or like
0: ignore it it's part of the it's the gimmick it's part of the text yeah yeah um and I think the heightened reality and it being tied to her character mm-hmm. and then her mental health issues, mm-hmm. it kind of like that unreality of it is like this. What we're watching her do is like the manifestation of her brain in a lot of ways, yes. Yeah,
1: not to the extent that, like, I don't have you seen Chicago? No, Chicago's a good musical. Um, they did something in the film, which is that almost every musical number in the film, Chicago. Is explicitly a fantasy sequence. It is explicitly mm. happening in the mind of the main character.
0: Yeah, that's not happening here. No, like they go to the party and like sing the song in the yard. And, yes, like, it's, it's not. It's not
1: an unreal experience. Yeah. It is a heightened reality.
0: She's not like waking up and that didn't happen. It, yeah, like it's happening. It's
1: absolutely happening. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah,
0: I was curious about the mental health stuff and like as I watch more, I'll see how they mm-hmm. treat it. But like the. There's only like the little bits of it where like they make the jokes about her like suicide attempts yeah. and like dumping all the pills in the garbage disposal and I mean stuff. the
1: show takes all of those very seriously but they also depict it through the experience of Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's a lot going on with that in the sense that like the the creators of the show and the writers like absolutely know that mental health is is a serious issue and Dumping all of your pills out is a really bad idea.
0: Right. It's not just like, ha ha, I'm better now. Let me throw him yeah. like. No, it's like a, it's like a
1: really bad idea. And Rebecca <clears throat> makes a lot of really bad decisions and the show does not shy away from showing the results of those bad decisions over mm-hmm. the long term. But they also have, I think they've said they've got a four year plan for the show. Like okay. they know roughly what seasons one, two, three, and four
0: are how many seasons exist
1: two so far it's been renewed for a third cool and so the first two are on netflix in their entirety and i am i am waiting with bated breath for season three
0: and then hopefully they'll finish with season four we'll yeah i mean if, if they intricate. decide that
1: they want to do a fifth season i would be fine with it because i trust uh, the creators implicitly like they could do anything and i would be with them for that yeah Um, just because I think what they have done with the first two seasons alone of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is really strong.
0: Yeah. The mental health thing, my perceptions of just the first episode is like, there's some funny jokes about it, but this could be a thing that's like not treated properly. Mm -hmm. Like I can't tell if the show is going to treat it properly or not.
1: And I think that's that's fair from the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even throughout the first season, there's some of that. I think the first half of the first season is roughly the the most difficult to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not in like, oh, it gets good in six episodes because it's good from moment one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the show flounders a little bit until I think it's episode nine. It's the episode on the bus. I'll tell you that you'll know when you get there. Okay. Uh, Cause I think the episode on the bus makes some changes in the mindsets of the characters. Like it, it makes some acceptances. It makes mm. some realizations that allow the story to continue. Because the stories through the rest of season one and two have momentum. There Mm. is a direct forward momentum through all of those. Which I think is less present in the first half dozen or so
0: episodes. I'm already concerned about that. Yeah. Like the premise is funny. Mm -hmm. right? The premise of the show is like disaffected corporate woman yeah chases an old high school summer camp boyfriend old summer camp boyfriend to like shitty town in california yeah because she's a crazy ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and that's a funny premise yeah but i don't want to watch a show that's about that well, right like i want the story needs to do something and now does. that this right like she now she's in a new situation mm-hmm. i need a story to happen that's more than just like She's in a funny situation. Yeah.
1: And so literally a line from the theme song, which you do not hear, is the situation's a lot more nuanced than that. <laughs> and what you even in the first half dozen or so episodes, you see you start to see the nuances. So in the in episode one, you don't necessarily get the nuance. You get the the broad side of the blade. You get the big hmm. sweeping portions of the story that it's like, oh, this woman is crazy and she is this guy's ex-girlfriend and she is a crazy ex-girlfriend and i think what a lot of the whole show is doing is taking apart the idea of what it is to be a crazy ex-girlfriend and what does that mean and let's let's look at language and let's look at the patriarchal bullshit mm. like the fact that the rap that that rapper moment yeah. Yeah. in the sexy getting ready song and and the coda afterwards like i think point very strongly to the minds of the creators as opposed to the minds of rebecca and the characters around her is it sort of that wink and a nudge like we know what we're doing here
0: mm. yeah like trust us a little bit we're like we're yeah. getting there yeah cool yeah cuz like the yeah the show needs to like but the the idea in popular culture of the crazy ex-girlfriend is a really terrible one
1: absolutely and
0: the sh- and so far in episode one the show is like she's a crazy ex-girlfriend ha 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 mm-hmm. with like a little bit of like this is different <laughs> yeah um yeah if the show's gonna be so obvious about like this is our funny premise and like it's we're so into like we're so tying ourselves to this idea that it's the title of the show yeah like they need i feel like it's their responsibility to do something to strongly change the way the viewer thinks about that. this yes. idea and
1: i think they do uh and and i think so i i had a lot of the same hesitations when i first watched it like i didn't start watching the show because of the title i'm like mm. a show called crazy ex-girlfriend is a bad idea like that was my initial result like my initial thought was like i can't see that being done in such a way that it's a good idea mm-hmm. uh and like I it took me a little while to warm up to it. like i I love the songs in the pilot now because I love the songs because I love the show. Like that's bled over into it, Of course. I can sing the entirety of West Covina. I won't, but I probably could
0: <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> like I like I sing songs from Crazy ex-girlfriend in the shower in the morning. <laughs> like that's not a joke. That's just like uh, this morning's song was Friend Topia, which is a season two song. Uh, one of the things that also happens in the later songs, that is not obvious here, I think the first one does it more so than the second one, is they become style parodies of certain oh. styles of songs. Okay. Like their friend Topia, which might be my favorite song in the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend canon, is a Spice Girls song.
0: <laughs> like a parody of a Not a specific style, Just a but but Spice Girls it, like in general. If the
1: Spice Girls were to sing a song about three best friends who band together to take over the country, it would be this. <laughs> Um or there's another one that uh Josh sings, and again I think it's the second season, but I'm not hundred percent sure um that is like a bowling for soup sort of a song like it's it's like not specifically calling out that band but like very much in that sort of like pop punk style, yeah, singing about girls, guys, sports. <laughs> Like that sort of, not quite bro-y, but yeah. like music that I absolutely loved in high school
0: mm. uh, and still
1: can appreciate. Or Daryl Whitefeather sings a song in the style of uh, that 80s band that, have you seen American Psycho?
0: That's the murdering one? That's the murdering one. Uh, once a long time ago.
1: The the band he's talking about uh, when he kills the guy. Yes. Like that very famous scene.
0: Yes. When he, yeah, puts on the...
1: The raincoat, yeah. And the that. newspapers, yeah. Whatever that band is, there's a song in the style of of not necessarily that band, but that style of music. Yeah, there's like a a y song. There's there's and they and they go pretty like nuanced. There is one song that is like a straight up like rip off of stuck in a trapped in the closet. Mm. Um, it's called stuck in the bathroom,
0: <laughs> and it's funny, and they're all funny. Yeah, so the so the, the songs in this first episode sound like musical songs yes but which is fine
1: yeah well and, and i think west covina was like a pastiche of like the big sweeping opening musical numbers like yeah. that's what it was going for yeah um it's L- actually getting lifted, ready sung to song to us yeah, on a crane on, on a, a pretzel. pretzel like that's it's amazing I, I
0: know i like i was very conscious i was like this is a really great camera move i like this yeah <laughs>
1: What I love about that scene is there's a guy dancing behind her he who's a very large guy with his massive hair. Okay. And he like swings it around. And I'm like, I like that guy's hair. <laughs> oh, I, I missed it. Yeah. Well, he's, 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 I'm pretty sure the same dancer who is in the music video for Sarah Bareilles' music video song Brave.
0: Hmm. Which I haven't seen. Oh,
1: it's a good music video. I think he's in it too. Nice. Like it's it, like it's the same. He's a very like distinct looking man. Is he like very the guy hair. you get
0: for your thing if you need a big guy with big hair? Probably. Nice. Yeah. Must be uh, nice to be with those And people. he's a good
1: dancer. Like he's impressive. So that helps. Hmm. Um, so yeah. Yes. The first two songs are definitely like, we're a musical. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is fine. Like that's the thing it should yeah. do. It needs to establish itself and its style and like exactly what it is. Yeah and it's like yeah this is a musical by people who like musicals and about characters who like music mm-hmm.
1: so and and the heightened reality of all of that right. um but the situation is much more nuanced than that
0: i'm and i can see where that might go when you say that with what i know so far like there's going to be lots of interesting like relationships between her coworkers mm-hmm. and her new office mm-hmm. there can probably be some stuff about like her past like, like her, her previous job and what mm-hmm. she was actually like in her previous job, whatever her relationship with her mom and her parents is yep. because like they're divorced and she said the phone calls with their mom, yep. um, whatever Josh's deal has been and like <laughs> something, maybe something related to his baseball cause like baseball was a theme in the, like,
1: I love Josh. Like, Josh is, Josh is a bro. Like, like Josh he's has a super, he has bro-ing. a deal. And yeah, I hope I get to figure out what you it is. You do. So, like, there are characters that you have not even met yet that I'm excited about.
0: That becomes significant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Heather and Valencia are both really important characters that are not in the first episode. Josh is barely in the first episode. Like, Josh is like a faraway idol. Yeah. Like, you meet him at the very beginning in New York and really not after that. Yeah, he doesn't... You don't see him.
0: He features heavily. Yeah, well, the the story party. is... The, the story
1: is <laughs> There, but you like the actor is not
0: even there. I was so uncomfortable at, in the party scene. Yeah, like, it was horrible. You were supposed to be
1: <laughs> it was so horrible. I mean, and Greg is a main character. Like Greg is an amazing main character, um, and his I love his story. I think it. I think it might be a spoiler, but I don't actually care. Greg's story is more or less complete. Hmm. Like in what exists, like his arc is, I think. I mean, they could go more places with it, but I think, like, he has a a complete story in everything that has existed so far, whereas not all of the characters do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's perfect.
0: Nice. Uh, Something about him was, like, immediately, like charismatic oh yeah
1: he's super he's too charismatic yeah
0: like yeah there's something like something in his voice yeah like just well, the way it. he
1: just like says things like you said like he's like i really need this yeah oh my god
0: the, <laughs> the, he like his his tone like just he was like he was speaking and then it just like dove into that like i <laughs> really need this and then right back to yeah. like normal it was yeah yeah that was like some very good acting
1: he's he's amazing
0: <laughs> but yeah that was brutal but like I'm trying to make out with somebody and they're just non-stop talking about someone else.
1: Yeah. And and pretending that they're not. Like Yeah. <laughs> just
0: uh, uh yeah. Speaking of types. Yeah.
1: Um but man there's White Josh. White Josh is amazing. Who's White Josh? He looks like Josh but he's white.
0: Oh. He's one of
1: Josh's friends. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: So like so like Greg and Josh and Beans, you do meet Beans. Hmm. Eventually they just start calling him Hector because
0: <laughs> it was too much. Yeah. But he forces, he to forces everyone to call him beans. beans. I know it sounds racist. <laughs> it's not. He makes <laughs> us do it.
1: Um, although Hector's, Hector's pretty funny. White Josh is great. <laughs> is um, white
0: Josh racist? <laughs> He's white and he looks like Josh. Is that like calling someone, is that like calling him Mayo? <laughs> it's fine.
1: Um, I mean, there are so many like just and even like one-off characters that show up in like an episode or two mm. are great. Heather's hilarious; she's a main character. Paula gets even better. Like I like Paula. Paula's lot. great. Paula is. I mean, they're all my favorite character, but Paula's great. She went through like she went through a lot in the first episode. Yeah, you
0: you got a lot of um, uh, like impressions of who Paula is that kept yeah. changing. Yeah, right. Like she, like first off, she's like cold and conniving Mm -hmm. like office lady yeah and then she but like by the end she's like super kind and on your Mm -hmm. team best friend yeah (laughs) yeah but it's also like believable yeah like you like it doesn't seem weird well it's easy for things in the show to be believable because it's a heightened reality musical absolutely you can you can accept like wild character yeah like character types and changes like that Mm -hmm. because like they're also singing songs in the yard. Yeah,
1: and these characters don't even show up till season two. That are really good, like mm. uh, Nathan or Greg.
0: It's really weird hearing you like say names of characters that are going to show up because I'm like, you could just be making those. I up. could be. But what I'm about not. like Mary and Bob? No, none of those. Uh, Steve. Karen's
1: pretty great though.
0: <laughs> Alicia? No. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I tried. But yeah, all of the all of the
1: all of the characters are actually surprisingly nuanced. And the and the show does a really good job of sort of introducing <clears throat> what seem like fairly straightforward two dimensional like archetypes and making them more complex and making mm. them, you know, showing you their humanity mm. and sort of the idea that these are actually like real people.
0: Does what's the uh what's the boss's name?
1: Daryl. Does, Daryl Whitefeather.
0: Does Daryl become less pathetic?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> But good things happen to Daryl, and, mm. and I'm, I'm happy for Daryl. He needs some good things, it yeah. seems. I'm happy for Daryl.
0: <laughs> I really like the, the Jew stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to circle back on the Jew That's thing. a whole conversation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why did I say that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that he like immediately responded to that, yeah. too. He wasn't just like, what did you think? Like, he was like, oh, God, mm. what did I do? Yeah.
1: No, Daryl's Darryl, great. I love Daryl.
0: 8th Chippewa. Yeah, he's the full one eighth. Uh I feel, I feel a real... Uh, like, fear about the idea of living in a place like that.
1: In West Covina? Yeah. <laughs> sounds terrible. It's only two hours from
0: the beach. <laughs> it's four hours from the beach. Everyone says two, but they're lying. Yeah.
1: I mean, oh man, heck, Greg's boss, Kevin... As like three lines, and he's great.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Is there is his name really Kevin? Are you just saying that because you can make up I'm names? I'm pretty sure his name's actually Kevin. <laughs> is there a Jesse? No. It's too bad. Not that I know
1: of. Yeah. I mean, there's two seasons left minimum. I hope
0: they should make a Jesse. Yeah.
1: There might be, and I just don't remember him.
0: Yeah. We oh. can just imagine that one of the like non named characters yeah, is Jesse. Like I bet with the amount of people we've seen,
1: there's probably someone named Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, Her mom is great. Her mom does show up later in the show. Mm, more than um, as a phone call? Yeah. She's amazing. Uh, everyone in that show is amazing.
0: Yeah. I like, I watch that and I immediately right? like that's the kind of show that catches me and makes me want to watch another one. Yeah. Um, And talking to you about it make, like gives me good expectations for yeah. it. Yeah. Because you love it and you can set it up well. But I feel like if I watched that by myself, I'd be like, "This could be great, this could be bad like yeah. I don't really it's, know it's
1: not the world's best pilot. it's good, mm. I don't think
0: it's great, but regardless of how good the yeah. pilot is it's doesn't like I can't tell if it's gonna take the show in good directions. that's fair or not yeah. um well also but again, i do I do want to continue yeah. I'm hoping yeah. i can I can easily hope it can go in the good directions it will it's amazing yeah. and you that. say it will, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't lie to me much, so. No,
1: not much. <laughs> this isn't beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cider. It's pear cider. Um, pear. I did notice that, and I don't know if you noticed this and that's why you bought it, but this has no uh, no added sugars. Yes. No extra sweeteners and sugars. Yeah. Which is a thing that you were going to be all proud of about the. I was. And then I was
1: wrong and I felt bad about myself. You got duped. Yeah. Yeah, this seems better.
0: Uh, also the, I'm, I've never had a alcohol that tasted like this and it's delicious. And again, the label is beautiful.
1: Yeah. From Argus Cidery in Austin, Texas.
0: It seems a little, um, pretentious to call your thing Argus fermentables. That's fair. Like ferment, that's a little like, pretentious. Call, like, yes, we get it. You, your beverages are <laughs> fermented beverages, but calling them fermentables is like, yeah.
1: It's a little, a little on the nose. Yeah.
0: But hey, it's good, so uh, I think they
1: are. it. I guess they can get away with it. Yeah, it doesn't have an ingredients portion on it.
0: Is that allowed?
1: Yeah, for like alcohol, that's allowed. As long as it's alcohol and doesn't have a bunch of added crap. Like Austin East Cider.
0: I guess I never realized that.
1: Yeah, beer doesn't have an ingredients label. Wine doesn't have an ingredients label. It's not food.
0: But if you put certain things in it, you do have to put the ingredients label on it. Interesting. So I
1: think, like I like, I didn't see the the sugar stuff until after I'd bought it. Yeah. But I did look and like, oh, there is no ingredient label.
0: And the East Siders did have one, right?
1: I think it always did. I just didn't notice.
0: And it has one because it has to. I think so. Interesting. Yeah, like a wine ingredients label would be grapes, time. Yeah. Yeast. Yeast. Yeah. Or like just the natural yeast. Yeah, I mean you didn't add yeast, but they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's kinda hard to keep them out, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of yeast, um it's a weird way to start a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to throw away all of my flour today.
1: Oh no. Was it bugs?
0: I opened my pantry this morning yeah. and there were bugs. Everywhere, oh man, so I and I like I slept in, mm-hmm. so I was like in rush to work mode, yeah. Right, like wake up, do the minimum, get out the door, yeah. And one of those things was open my closet and grab like a cliff bar for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I opened the door and was like, What the fuck? Why are all and, these like, bugs? It was like spent 10 seconds, and I was like, Uh, okay, um, grab the cliff bar, close the door, deal with it on my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that's when you came home and threw away all your flour.
0: Yes. So I came home and I like s- grabbed the vacuum and slowly like pulled <laughs> one thing at a time out of my pantry. Yeah. And, trying like, to identify. Shook it off and like cleared all the bugs. Like it wasn't my everything in my pantry was not like covered in bugs, but there yeah. was like lots of bugs. Mm-hmm. So like brushing things off, putting them aside. And it was the flour that was the culprit. Vacuuming up the bugs. And I think, yeah, like one of the bags of flour had tons of bugs in it. Yeah and all of the bags of flour had some bugs mm, in them. That's rough. Yeah. Thankfully most of the things in my pantry are like sealed. In that's good. Jars and whatever but Yeah. I threw away like 20 pounds of flour.
1: That's a lot of flour. I mean, <laughs> yeah. flour is cheap, so that's nice. Yeah,
0: I was like, oh, I'll just you know, I'll just buy my, the new flour yeah. next to my gro- go grocery shopping, it'll just be a lot of heavy groceries." Yeah. InstaCart will not appreciate it. <laughs> but um Right, like, and I'm the person who has like backups. Yeah. So I have like a five pound bag of all purpose and a backup bag. Yeah. Five pounds of I had all purpose bread, um, whole wheat. No cake. No cake flour. Yeah. Um, but I also had uh, my the I had I have a bag of um. Arena corn flour, double O flour. You had yes. So, So. So next time
1: you're gonna put them in containers.
0: But that means I need to, like, go get containers. Yes. But I've never had this problem before, so I think... Well, like, you if,
1: do now. But
0: if it happens once in my life, like, every 27 years, then... I mean,
1: once you got bugs, you don't get unbugged.
0: I don't know. I think I got unbugged. Okay. I, we'll see. I mean...
1: I mean, are, it's okay. You can eat a bug.
0: You can't eat a bug. I mean, that's, like,
1: that's our uh, catchphrase. Eat a bug? Oh, my God. I probably <laughs> ate a bug. You've probably eaten
0: a bug. Um, But, like... I haven't used the flour in a while, so, like, they had been there and yeah. I had noticed. But, like, they could have gotten into, like, my loaf of sandwich bread. They could and have. And I could have just, like, made a PB, PB&J sandwich with a bug in it. Yeah. That probably happened.
1: Probably happened. I had some uh, peanut butter in my oatmeal this morning. That was good.
0: <laughs> That's a thing people do, and I don't understand it.
1: Uh, I didn't understand it until I started doing it, and it's real good.
0: You, like, it, like melt in and you mix it all up? Yeah. And it just tastes like peanut butter oatmeal?
1: Yeah. I'm going to put some brown sugar in there, too, because oatmeal is boring.
0: Peanut butter and brown sugar.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. That sounds good now. <laughs> like, I want my oatmeal to be sweet. That's yeah. an important thing. Yeah. Well, oatmeal
1: is just bland by itself.
0: It's, ver- it's very bland.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Amy always does. Amy makes oatmeal most mornings. I don't, because I go to work and eat food there. But they have oatmeal. And I was thinking, like, man, I want some peanut butter oatmeal this morning. And so I got some.
0: Hmm. Uh, but it's for good. What does Amy put in her oatmeal?
1: Uh, usually peanut butter some dried fruit of some sort like craisins or raisins oh, nice. um she puts a lot of milk in it um, so she'll, she'll do it where she'll cook it and then put more milk on top
0: she cooks it with milk
1: Ye- no she cooks it with water and then puts milk on top
0: okay gotcha I do um, oatmeal with cinnamon and brown sugar
1: it's a great combo it's, a it's very, classic
0: yeah yeah, that's my go-to. Ooh, I I, think I
1: should throw some cinnamon in there. Some cinnamon on the peanut butter with brown sugar. That'd be real good.
0: See, like you say that and I'm thinking about like my oatmeal with cinnamon and brown sugar and would I want to add peanut butter to that? Yeah. No, that doesn't sound well, good. Well, so the
1: peanut butter does a couple things. A, it adds protein to it so you're not just eating grain and a sugar. What's wrong with that? It's not great for you. Everyone, It's grain. Every- it's fine. It's not good. <laughs> um, grain is enough. But I also think it because of the protein, it makes it more filling.
0: True, it will. How much are you adding?
1: A hearty tablespoon.
0: Oh, wow, that seems like a lot. Doesn't get all. I like, was thinking
1: I should put more in. What?
0: You, what about like the texture of it? Does it get like sticky or? It does
1: get a little sticky. Hmm. But I like my oatmeal sticky. Okay. Like I, I like putting in just a little bit too little water, so it's it's like so, you could so roll it up into a ball so and it eat like it like an sets. apple. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. I like my oatmeal to be real like real uh, spoonable.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can use a spoon to carve out pieces and eat them.
0: No, but it really it, needs to, it my oatmeal needs to be liquid, not gelatinous.
1: Yeah, I I'm more on the gelatinous side. Okay.
0: But not I can't have any oh, it's so hard. Getting oatmeal right is so hard. Because <laughs> I don't want any water in there. You know no, what I mean? I don't just want, want any, oatmeal. like I don't want to like I don't want there to be like a little puddle of water at the end of my bowl cuz no. that's gross. Yeah, you want oatmeal. So no water. But it still needs to move like a liquid. Yeah. It's See, I want to. I want to just
1: shy of liquid. Maybe a little bit more than that. Hmm.
0: That can only be good if you eat it very quickly while it's like still hot. Yeah, it's really. If bad. it like if you let it cool and set, then it just gets gross. Yeah.
1: I mean, ours is like pre cooked in one of those giant like boilers. So.
0: Hmm. You ever do uh? What, like a Grits or a Cream of Wheat or some other grain-based I've never been cereal? a fan
1: of those, which is weird. Like, I'm super, like, I'm from the South. You'd think I'd like those. And, I like, Cream of Wheat is gross. <sighs> I love Cream of Wheat. I am, I am willing to believe that good corn grits exist. But I have not had them. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Cream of Wheat is, is bad. Mm-mm. And you should feel bad.
0: Oh, no, Cream of Wheat. Is so good. It is so good. the texture and cream of wheat is unreal. The fact that that's possible in a food <laughs> is incredible.
1: Yeah, but like I could I could do like I am I am of the belief that I could have an amazing bowl of shrimp and grits. Like that is a possibility that exists in my future.
0: You just have to go to the right place for it.
1: Yeah, or or make it correctly.
0: I, that's the kind of thing I don't think you can make correctly.
1: Someone makes it correctly,
0: right? But not you. <laughs> Like, uh, it's an other people thing.
1: So we've been watching a lot of uh, Beat Bobby Flay, because we have cable and the Food Network app. (laughs) Um, And Amy watches a lot of Food Network, and I do as well. Uh And um, the show Beat Bobby Flay is, it's a very silly show, but it's fun. Um, Two people come on, and they do a food battle on a chosen ingredient, like, I don't know, corn, or tomatoes, or bananas, or something that's not a fruit. (laughs) And... Um, the winner of that battle then has to go head to head against Bobby Flay, on a dish of their choice, hmm. and so they can pick anything they want, and usually something they're really good at making, obviously. Right. And Bobby Flay doesn't know what it is before they're going to make it, and so, so
0: he walks into a kitchen and has to just.
1: And they're like, "I'm making this," and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to make that too," and they see who can make it better, and they do a blind taste test with judges, and whoever wins, and Bobby Flay wins more often than not.
0: He is a professional
1: chef he's well these are professional chefs he's an iron chef
0: oh it's professional chefs it's not yeah just like yeah it's not just random
1: street folks okay. like it's usually professional chefs and he's and people beat him occasionally but there are certain dishes that bobby is going to win on hamburger is always one of the classics like like that is his signature dish. yeah like he has won multiple awards for his cheeseburgers and hamburgers mm.
0: And people still try to challenge him on it.
1: Yeah. Every now and then someone will do it.
0: Cause and, I mean, cause that is the kind of thing where people think like I make the best burger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then Bobby Flay goes, no,
0: no, I'm a celebrity because I make the best burger. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a TV show? <laughs> yeah. Are people trying to beat you? No.
0: Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go obscure.
1: Yeah. To be, Bobby that's, Flay. that's the trick is you gotta have something that he kind of knows about or knows the idea of, mm-hmm. but you have perfected. Right. Um, that's the trick um another dish that like he has beaten people on multiple times is shrimp and grits Mm. Um, and specifically on beat bobby flay like there was two episodes where they talked about like he always wins shrimp and grits (laughs) uh and we were watching food network star which is like survivor but if you win you get to be a food network star you get your own tv show on food network cool and they had an episode where the challenge was beat bobby flay and nice. so um, they went even further. There were three challengers who were all contestants on Food Network Star. And they they had an hour. Normally, it's 20 minutes. On Beat Bobby Flay, they have 20 minutes. But on, to make the thing? To make their dish. They have an hour to make their signature dish, whatever it is. And they can tell Bobby Flay what they're going to make. And he has to make the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he has an hour, the same hour, to make all three of those dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Poor guy. That sounds hard.
1: It was really hard. And he still beat two out of three of them. <laughs> but one of them made shrimp and grits. And I'm like, "What? You, do you not know who this is? It's his, it's the, it's his thing. Like, he, he makes the you. perfect shrimp and grits. And he did. And he beat the other person who made shrimp and grits. Because, of course, he did. Right. You know what he did? This is not the only thing he did. But, like, the thing that I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Hmm. He cooked the grits in shrimp stock.
0: Make a shrimp ear.: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You yeah you're making you want. It why to use like water sh- yeah. when you can use, use shrimp stock? Uh, why use water in anything? Cook that's valid. Uh, cook if you, yeah substitute water in every recipe with uh,
1: wine, milk, shrimp stock, chicken stock.
0: I was gonna say shrimp stock for everything. Oh
1: well, you can do that too.
0: Like yeah, cook your pasta and shrimp stock. <laughs>
1: oh, that'd be real good.
0: If you want to make a shrimp scampi.
1: Yeah, that'd be solid.
0: I bet that would actually be really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've made homemade shrimp stock. It's real good. Yeah, yeah. When we go to the beach, we'll often get shrimp like from a fresh shrimpery,
0: just right out of the water.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like we, like in one case, like they, we couldn't get shrimp yet because the boat hadn't arrived.
0: I've experienced <laughs> seafood like that before, <laughs> and right like a little, like a little, uh, you know, like seafood like fryery, like yeah, on, like on a beach, yeah. And it's like, oh, hold on, like the clams are coming, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and so we got. Like, and we just, you know, did a quick shrimp boil, you know, put a bunch of spices in the water, boil the shrimp for a couple minutes, take them out. Like, shrimp cook in zero time. Yeah. And if you cook them longer than, like, 90 seconds, you will overcook your shrimp.
2: Mm.
1: And then do, like, peel and eat shrimp, you know, fresh from the ocean, which is really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we take all the the heads and the shells and make a shrimp stock with them. And, man, that is some good shrimp
0: stock. Mm, that does sound good. Um... We were talking about, speaking of, like, food, and we were talking about, uh, like, wine and alcohol earlier. Yeah. Um, and yeast. And yeast. Yeah. This is all related. Uh, this past weekend, um, Saturday night into Sunday, um, Ellen and I went, like, way out west into Hill Country mm-hmm. to... By Junction, Texas. Okay. That's a place. Which is...
1: Were you going to watch the Perseid meteor shower?
0: Yes. We went and we like camped and watched the, the is it Perseid? Perseid? I don't know. Per- I just say it
1: with confidence and people believe me.
0: I- I'm going to say Perseid. Okay. That's mine. The Perseid meteor shower. And there's a whole, there's I got a lot of things to say about that, which was interesting. Um, but when we woke up in the morning, we went into town, into Junction, mm-hmm. which is like the
1: I feel like I've been to Junction.
0: Saddest middle of nowhere, like single crossroads, like Texas. I don't town. know. There's
1: pretty sad ones out there. Like, it, it was, <laughs> And
0: it was, it was bigger than single crossroads, but like, yeah. man, like little town, little towns out there in Texas are
1: weird. Yeah. they got their own unique flavor.
0: Um, but we went to a place called Isaac's restaurant, it's which a name. was a, just a little like breakfast grill yeah. diner. Was Isaac
1: behind the counter behind the grill?
0: And I don't think Isaac was there, oh. but there were some like really completely like disaffected old ladies, yeah, waiting on you who did not, not care, give a shit about you, no. And I like, <laughs> like I can't believe like how much of this impulse is in me. But like this lady, like the lady walked up to our table and like threw down some menus. It was like, do you guys want some coffee? And I'm like, I want to please you. Like, I want, like, like I need, I want to be nice and kind and make you happy. Um, right. Like I'm like, I'm going to say thank you at every single thing you do. Cause yeah. that's what I do with waiters. But like the, I felt the impulse because she was so
1: not interested,
0: not interested and unresponsive. Yeah. Just like, here's your menus. What do you want?
1: Is it coffee? Cause it better be
0: coffee. Do you want more coffee? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and like, the food wasn't good. The coffee wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. But it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, just like bad coffee poured into a diner mug mm-hmm. and like.
1: Same diner mug's been there for 30 years. Yeah, like
0: kind of overcooked pancakes yeah. and an egg that like barely, like had barely had any flavor. <laughs> uh, Like a dry biscuit. Yeah. And a cheap slice of ham.
1: Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so good. Have you been to uh, the Frisco here in town?
0: No, I haven't been go it's like the good version of that yeah
1: yeah like they've got a counter like you can go and have lunch at the counter Mm -hmm. uh which is not a thing that exists in a hundred percent of the places in the world now yeah it's sad yeah yeah Amy go there i mean i go over there every now and then
0: yeah
1: it's good they do breakfast all day so you can get whatever you want and they do i mean it's definitely like diner food like it's not it's not going to show up on a travel channel show anytime soon yeah but like they do uh it's like eggs and chili and beans. Hmm. It has a fancy name, but it's eggs and chili and beans. <laughs> <laughs> we put some chili on some fried eggs and there's some beans next to it.
0: Enjoy. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, that was like the plan. Like when we yeah. were planning to go out there, we were trying to find... We wanted to go somewhere that had um. like the lowest light pollution. Sure. Right? So you could see them meteors. And junction in the surrounding area was like just into like one of the lowest levels okay it w- and it would have been like another four hours of yeah. driving to get into like another lower level it's too much yeah so but even this was like like three and a half hours of driving mm-hmm. or something like that um Ugh. so we drove out there we went like way out down just some like yeah random empty road did y'all like camping your car or did y'all have a tent well we didn't know exactly what we wanted to do okay we we don't own a tent, yeah, so we didn't have a tent. We were gonna sleep in the car or just like sleep outside on the ground yeah. somewhere. We just brought like tons of blankets <laughs> like, we we each brought every blanket we owned, um, and I have a tarp okay
1: tarp that's that's good
0: um so like we drove through junction and then just went like way out until we yeah. were like really in the middle of nowhere, just pulled over. And, like, we laid on the roof of the car and watched the meteors. Sure. Which was cool. Kind of sucked because, like, clouds were coming in. So, like Makes they, it hard they, to see they, the meteors. slowly, like, started covering the sky. But, like, it, the best stars I've ever seen. Like, sure. I've, never, I've never been that remote. I've never done that. We used to do that in like We'd that. go
1: just drive out into the country and just look at stars.
0: Yeah. But, like, I grew up... It was funny because I was looking at sky... Uh, light pollution maps. Yeah. To plan this. And you look at the whole country... It's mostly light pollution. There's, um, the maps I was looking at, you start, it's like, like red is the most. Mm -hmm. And it goes to, right, like orange and yellow, Mm -hmm. uh, green, blue, black. Yeah. Um, and east of the Mississippi, Mm -hmm. there's like one spot of black in West Virginia. (laughs) And other than that, there's like a couple like blue. Mm Mm-hmm. But everything else is is not is green and yellow, and then like just humongous chains, like the whole East Coast is red, right? And so like I thought, like oh, I lived in a rural place in Massachusetts, (laughs) and it's like orange. You know what I mean? Like just because you're so surrounded by a metropolitan area, yeah, um, you just can't be far enough away. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny. It's just like the Mississippi all <laughs> like all at least green and then west and there's just like huge areas of black
1: oh sure there's nothing out there
0: yeah just nothing which i'd never really experienced until i drove three and a half hours into the nothing in texas Yeah, um, a lot of nothing in it yeah like i've driven around like texas a lot like we've done the drives to mm-hmm. dallas and san antonio and houston but like you're on those highways and you're always like in the chain yeah but i've never been way out into the country out in the,
1: out in the west
0: <sighs> It's weird out there. Yeah. Heard some animals make weird sounds. Um, (laughs) Some things that I think were deer, but I don't know. I hope it was deer because I just hope it wasn't something else. (laughs) Um, It was a
1: chupacabra. Oh, yeah.
0: That would be cool. But the cool part was we didn't want to sleep there because Mm -hmm. there wasn't a good, like where we just pulled over on the road. It was all like nasty brush. So there was this like little state park, like right outside Junction. Yeah. So we drove back there to sleep and just like pulled into the parking lot and they had a little like picnic area, yeah. like grass and some tables and we just threw our s- stack of blankets. You're not supposed to do that. Like like <laughs> eight blankets or whatever down on the ground with some pillows yeah. and fell asleep. Yeah. It was really nice. And then I think we fell asleep around like 1130. Okay. At like one, mm-hmm. I wake up because I hear like a loud truck. Yeah. Just like a loud engine. I'm excited to hear where this is going. Oh, God. And right. So there's like there was like the road. Yeah. Which we were probably like a quarter mile away from. And then there's like the little road that like goes to the parking lot for the park. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that truck sounds too close. That's on the park road. Yeah. What's it doing? And so this truck. I'm going to like go real into this story. Yeah. The truck, I'm, I'm in for it. The truck drives down the road pulls into the parking lot loops back around drives back out onto the road okay back onto the main road
1: okay
0: i was like huh that's weird and i think some people in a truck wanted to go find a secluded space saw a car already there and thought not secluded enough let's leave okay right but it like kind of freaked me out and i was like i'm glad they left let's go back to sleep yeah um And then a little bit later, mm-hmm. I hear the truck again mm-hmm. and it comes back down the road yep. and into the park and into the parking lot and there's another truck with it. Mm-hmm. So two trucks pull in. Yep. And it's so dark. Yeah.
1: It's real dark out there. Right.
0: Like, they're, like their headlights pull in and like illuminate us because we're yeah. just in the grass. And so they like probably see just like, oh, some people are sleeping here uh-huh. and they obviously see the car. Yeah. But two trucks pull in and when the lights go out, you like can't see. Yes. Like it's the, too dark. The moon's behind clouds. Um and I'm like bare like I can see the trucks and I'm like my eyes are tricking me into thinking that I can like see people moving around. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know if I really could. Yeah. Um but I- people get out, like the doors open and people yeah. get out, and then I like barely saw like some flashlights mm-hmm. and they like went the other way. Hmm. I thought, hmm, this is weird. What are these people doing? And now I'm like struggling to fall back asleep because yeah, I'm like. There's things going I'm, on. I'm like people are out and about. Yeah. I don't want to just be like laying on the ground to sleep. Yeah. With people. Out and about. two in the morning in the middle is of nowhere. Is Ellen awake for nowhere. any of this or is it just you? Yeah, she's waking okay. up with me. Like, right? Like I don't want to. I don't like the idea of like waking up because someone, some like hillbilly is like standing over me with a gun. Sure. Which is the irrational... That is the irrational thought. ...conclusion yeah. to what could happen. Um, but eventually I do fall back asleep. Okay. But I wake up later mm-hmm. because I hear the sound of an engine. Mm-hmm. And so coming down the road and pulling into the parking lot is a Jeep. Okay. Right? So we have loud truck...
1: Another loud truck.
0: Like original loud truck and normal truck. Okay. Those Those are the two that pulled in and then people left. Yeah. And now Jeep is coming. Okay. Jeep pulls into the parking lot next to the trucks. Yeah. And people get out. Okay. And the people get into normal truck and loud truck.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yes, it is. And after a couple... Oh, and they they are moving things. Mm-hmm. And I can see this a little bit better because like like doors are open. Yeah. So, you so there's like the interior yeah. light. And people are like carrying stuff from Jeep to other trucks. Okay. I can't tell what it is though. Sure. And then after a couple of minutes, normal truck leaves.
1: With the people from the Jeep? Yes. That's interesting.
0: Yes. Normal truck leaves. A couple minutes later... Loud truck leaves. Jeep's still here. Jeep is still there, and I can't tell if there's still people. Hmm. Right, like did someone stay in Jeep? Yeah. Or did those, or was did that
1: everybody getting did trucks? Everybody
0: get in trucks and go. Yeah. So like this is keep me up. I'm like real like. Yeah, I wouldn't be sleeping. I'm asleep, real I'm... anxious about this. It's weird me out. But eventually, you know, it's like three in the morning or whatever, and I do fall back asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up at like four thirty because Jeep turns on. Uh oh. And Jeep backs up out of the parking spot. Yeah. And then turns off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. And then like five minutes later, Jeep leaves. Okay. And then I fall back asleep. And then I wake up at like 730 and it's morning and then everything's fine. That's a weird story. I can't figure out what was going on. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's so... We were far away from anything. Yeah. Like, the only thing within, like, a couple miles was the park. Yeah. Like, it's a couple miles to the next, like, ranch down the road, and mm-hmm. then a couple miles to the town. Yeah. But, like, pe- two people drove in in trucks, and then left on foot, and, <laughs> and presumably those same people came back in a jeep. Maybe with with another person because then those trucks left Left. later from the people in the Jeep. I don't
1: know, man. Or different people came in the Jeep, took the first two trucks,
0: and they left the Jeep for the people who walked out. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. But like, I can't think of a thing people do that fits those circumstances.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can't either. I don't know. That's really fascinating.
0: And And my brain goes from as innocent as like uh, right. Like just some teenagers goofing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Teenagers goof. Right. Teenagers snuck out in the middle of the night yeah. and they go to the park. Cause it's like a central place for their to go hang out. And yeah. right, they get out and they just walk around and drink or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they drive home. uh, um, don't drink and drive kids. Um, don't. Yeah. But then there's the, like there's the moving stuff around.
1: Yeah. Well, the fact that the car came and then came back with another car, right? Car, with
0: another car, truck. Um, like, maybe it's drugs, right? Like, maybe just some... That's where your you mind always goes to drugs. Yeah, like drugs, drugs is reasonable. Drug deal. Yeah. Um, But then all the other circumstances of it don't make sense. Like, why would someone leave on foot and then come back, like... And all, maybe and they all were the, going to get the drugs. And all the waiting, like... Yeah. Um,
1: maybe they were walking to
0: drug hiding place. And then, like, most paranoid is, like, it's the KKK. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Right, like I'm way out in the middle of Texas and these, you know, scary people in pickup yeah. trucks are, you know, probably just going to some KKK gathering.
1: Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. You know what I was expecting? Uh, honestly, like based on your story before it got it weird, mm-hmm. um, well, I was expecting a park ranger. Because mm. uh, you shouldn't be sleeping on national parks. And That, that, was,
0: <laughs> that was my first yeah. thought. I mean, was, you can't
1: sleep in national parks, but you have to like pay to do so.
0: Yeah, right. I was like, oh no, I hope it's not a ranger because like they can tell us to leave. They can. But if it's just like a stranger, they're like a stranger who's not malicious isn't going to tell us to leave. Probably not. A stranger yeah. who is malicious is going to drag us to a KKK gathering and murder us.
1: <laughs> Why would they murder you? Y'all are white. Because we like
0: black people. They don't know that. <laughs> I'd probably tell them. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh, a KKK gathering? Yeah, I missed the last one. <laughs> Um,
1: yeah, that hurts a little bit just because everything's been going on in Charlotte. Yeah, God, I know. Like, I don't have to a lot to say there, but man.
0: Um, but yeah, that was just a weird night. I did not sleep a lot, so the coffee at Isaac's was very appreciated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, rural Texas is a strange place.
1: Yeah. Oh, the the coffee reminded me of a diner story I wanted to tell. Yes, please. So um, I made... The Frisco run out of blueberries.
0: <laughs> Cause you had them put so many in your pancakes?
1: Yes. <laughs> so I was so I think the first time we went there, one of the first couple of times that we went there, um, I was craving a lot of pancakes. You ever crave a lot of pancakes? As you do. Yeah. yeah.
0: Sometimes like you're just like, oh, I want pancakes for breakfast. And sometimes you're like, I want the tallest stack of pancakes.
1: Yeah. And uh so we went and you can get a short stack, which I think is two pancakes, a stack, which is three or a big stack, which is like five.
0: Nice. Yeah. Skip right over four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a stupid number. <laughs> uh, and so I'm like, yeah, I want the tall stack of pancakes with blueberries because no- they're just normal pancakes, but you can get other stuff added into them. Um, And they said, OK, cool. And they ordered, you know, went and got, you know, started working on it. And then because it's an open diner like there's people working around behind the counter Mm. like i heard one of the waiters go all right 86 blueberries for a while (laughs) (laughs) because they did not have any more i mean maybe they had like some frozen they had to thaw out Mm. and do that but like for at least a limited period of time nobody else could get blueberries because i had all the blueberries because
0: of your order (laughs) that's nice
1: i felt real good about that one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also like for authentic diner charm the fact that they said 86 made me real happy mm, like yeah. that's that's classic diner lingo
0: i think that is still like standard lingo in food service oh sure yeah but it feels yeah it feels good yeah
1: to hear. that's one of my like not real dreams but kind of thing that i think i would like at one point in life is to be a short order cook yeah yeah like yeah,
0: there's a very american romantic idea yeah about
1: that. like you know back behind the grill i cook things that i know how to cook. Hmm? there is no menu you tell me what you would like and i'll tell you if i can cook that yeah but eggs bacon pancakes like that sort of you know if it's lunch you can get a burger yeah if you want a salad i'll chop up a head of lettuce for you
0: yeah various sandwiches
1: yeah like that that sort of like grill master
0: that sounds good yeah
1: it's a thing i've always wanted to like it's like i don't want to do because i'm sure it's actually not very fun but I can romanticize it.
0: Any real life, like, implementation of that job is yeah. not fun. Yeah. But you always feel like you could create a version of that job that could be.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, if I, you know, I retire and I start my own little restaurant and we got four stools right. in the front.
0: And it's only in, like, a nice town. And yeah. And, like, everyone's friendly and it, Yeah. But like the actual reality of like working in a restaurant no. and how like dirty and hot and miserable it yeah, is and no. the actual demands Not of actually it. be fun. Like you should just build a little like grill and counter in like your home.
1: And pretend to be a short order cook.
0: And just like, right? It's like time yeah. for lunch. Order and up. And then you like do ding, the whole thing. Ding. Yeah. And at the end, you like grab your plate and, just and then it. go sadly sit down. <laughs> like you take your apron <laughs> off and you're like, I'm not really a short order cook, yeah. but this burger's good <laughs>
1: spongebob makes it seem fun
0: <laughs> does it he's a shorter
1: to cook he has fun at his job
0: he has fun at his job but spongebob is very much like deluded by his company into like having good feelings about it yeah
1: but he's deluded so he doesn't know any better <laughs>
0: But it's it, I, I think SpongeBob and SpongeBob's employment is very dark. <laughs> he barely makes any money because Mr. Krabs is a miser. Yeah, and he is exploited heavily, and uh, the fact that he loves it makes it sad.
1: Yeah, one of my favorite I don't like SpongeBob particularly, but one of my favorite jokes that was in an episode of SpongeBob was Patrick got a job at the at the Krusty, Krusty Krab. Krab and Spongebob said, oh, wow, he started you at $20 a week. When I started, I had to pay him $30 a week. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that joke I thought was very solid. It was finger kissy emoji.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Feudalism. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My... Story connection about Junction, Texas. It's connection to the alcohol. I referred to it being appropriate to the alcohol. Yeah. Is that on the way back, it was daylight, so I could, like, see what we were driving through better. Mm -hmm. And you drive back through, like, air quotes, wine country, Texas. Sure. That's a thing that exists. Which, um, there's grapes. I thought was sad (laughs) because it's just like I I have, and I haven't done, like, the wine country California thing yeah but I have been there yeah and like driven and walked through it and that I didn't have any particular attachment to it or find it to be like like it's a beautiful countryside but I'm not I'm not like oh the vineyards and the wine Uh but I driving through wine country Texas is like oh this is the worst version of that (laughs) (laughs) because the air the terrain is like desolate
1: it's very arid
0: and Sad, and everything is um like bland and big in its Texas way, right, like Sonoma and Marin and stuff are like charming and green, and Texas is yeah they're just, just like, tourist
1: traps, Texas is making the real wine.
0: <sighs> it was sad.
1: I don't think you like Texas very much I
0: don't I think it's a pretty bad place. I think the best thing about Texas, like I like, the best thing I like about Texas as a geographical place is like the countryside east of Austin. Mm -hmm. Like I like riding my bike through that. Like I think that countryside and that farmland and those ranches and stuff are like very pleasant and nice. Um, Dallas is a bad city. San Antonio is a bad city. (laughs) Houston is a fine city. I a day there and had very good food and a decent museum yeah and austin's all right
1: (laughs) we gotta get you out into into the desert area like way out there
0: yeah like way like 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 true west like lubbock
1: and amarillo el paso like all that like big bend area what's
0: out there it's just desert right it's very pretty Hmm. i
1: mean lubbock's not but other places (laughs) around lubbock Okay, can get very pretty. Lubbock is flat, so if you're out, because you're up on the the Llano Estacado Mesa, mm. but a lot of stuff around there, very nice. Uh, big Bend National Park is amazing. Like it's a beautiful area.
0: Yeah, that genuinely seems like a nice thing. Yeah. to to go see.
1: That's the benefit of Texas. It's so big.
0: You don't like it. You can go somewhere else and still be in Texas. But no, that's the bad <laughs> thing about Texas. Is it's so big. You have to go really far to be somewhere else.
1: Or just go somewhere else in Texas. We got it all.
0: No, like, it's really far to somewhere else in Texas. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty big. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting trip. Decent meteors. Weird trucks. <laughs> weird
1: trucks. All trucks are kind of weird. <laughs> Although, like, out in, like... The country of Texas, trucks make a lot more sense than they do here in, like, Austin or Dallas. Oh, absolutely. Or the suburbs. Because
0: there's nothing other than ranches. Yeah. But
1: like, like, that's a working truck.
0: Like, there aren't, like, just housing developments. Yeah. Right? You don't just, like, have a house mm-hmm. in the countryside. No,
1: you've got land out in the countryside.
0: Right. Um. Even, um. Even, Even in town, in Junction, mm-hmm. there aren't, like... Like there's some houses, but I imagine everyone who lives in like inside the town of mm-hmm. Junction, like works in one of the like shops. That wouldn't in surprise Junction. me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, because you're not like commuting anywhere for work. Uh-uh. There's not like a town close enough that you'd have a job in. Yeah, uh, or maybe you like work on one of the ranches. That's a possibility. Uh, but if you like live on a ranch, you probably work on that ranch and don't also work in town yeah so it it's very simple in that sense like mm. here in austin complicated yeah you can live anywhere and work anywhere in this like massive area yeah yeah but um we drove through fredericksburg
1: no yeah. did you do anything fun there you just like drive through we say, just hey there's fredericksburg uh, <laughs> we stopped
0: at the gas station and got some water because we ran out mm. of water we didn't do anything in fredericksburg yeah. fredericksburg doesn't appeal to me
1: it's got stuff.
0: It's uh, like fake Germany. I've never been. <laughs> like, everything has German names, and there's weird, kitschy tourist yeah, gift you shops. Could get beer? And,
1: Who doesn't yeah. love beer?
0: Uh, but Fredericksburg was at least like, had like a tiny little downtown, and mm-hmm. then like a little, you know, like, then like the streets off have like just houses on them. Yeah. It felt like a tiny little actual city, whereas Junction was like, Here's the general store. Here's the post office. Here's the town hall. There's a diner and a gas station and a gun shop. it's <laughs> right. Fe- in a feed store. Yeah, you got to have a feed store. And then that's it. Yeah. Unless you are going to get your feed? I don't know. If not the store. Yeah. Got to grow it. Oh,
1: that's was just wasteful.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. you can have someone else grow it and get it from the store. There you go. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I guess I don't like Texas.
1: Yeah, it, it's... There's a pattern I'm seeing.
0: <laughs> There's
1: a pattern emerging.
0: I thought I did. Like, I <laughs> like living here is fine. <laughs> I think I like... I guess I tolerate Austin. Like, Austin yeah. is fine.
1: Yeah, Austin is fine.
0: I don't think I like anything else.
1: That's clear. You know what it is. You can't get go a good Italian sub. You
0: can't get a good Italian sub. It's ruined sub. everything. I... Did we record before or after I tried another Italian sub recently? I
1: don't recall this story. Okay. Because we, we talked about Bidermans, but I don't think you've ever been there. Which we still haven't been to. Yeah.
0: So, last time we recorded, I had the dog. Yes, you did. You had and, a dog. And also... Your dog was here. The car. And you had a car. To no, put the dog in. No longer. Um, no car or dog. Theo is free. Yay. Um, Although, the last night of the dog, I... Tried to get them to introduce themselves. Not a good idea. Didn't work. No. Uh, it was in my bedroom. Theo just like, s- Theo was under the nightstand yeah. where he was. And Olive, I had Olive just like two feet away from the nightstand. And she was just like, she was laying down, but like super tense and like shaking.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get I'm going to get the I'm going to eat yeah. that
0: again. And like every like two minutes, she would like kind of like do a little lunge, but yeah. I had her like super tight. Yeah. And the whole time, Theo just sat underneath the nightstand. Just growling, yeah, the whole time, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, this isn't getting better." Cool. after For like ten minutes, um, but I thought I'd try, yeah. Um, but anyway, because I had the car, I did some things that I don't couldn't do, do without cars. One of which was I went to uh, there's a deli in Round Rock, yeah. called Hootie's, no, which um bills itself as a Pittsburgh style deli. So like what, cheesesteaks? No, no. that's Philly. That's Philadelphia. It was just a deli. Okay. Like it just had deli sandwiches. Yeah. And they had an Italian sub and I yeah. got it and it was pretty okay. Okay. It was good. Like it had all the right stuff. Yeah. And the quality of the ingredients was correct. Okay. um, The bread was cheap though. Mm. Um, wasn't a
1: big italian loaf they sliced in half it
0: wasn't like a big whole loaf like it was it was just like a, a
1: like a subway style yeah bun. like a sub roll
0: yeah um not like the ridiculous like whole entire loaf but the sandwich was constructed poorly Ooh, yeah and this really bothers Sandwich
1: construction is important just ask the sandwich artists at subway
0: <laughs> tessellate that cheese um <laughs> So this sub roll was cut along the top. Okay. Right. Split along the top and the stuff and the stuffed inside of it. But the shape of it and the way it was built was such that it made the, when you sit the sandwich down on a plate, Mm -hmm. it made it very wide. Hmm like wider than it was tall. So okay. it was very wide. So it was like opening almost or A little bit, but like the the roll was kind of just wide. Okay. And split along the top and like spread open. And, and so everything pushed up was a pushed bit. into the middle. And and all the stuff was like folded in half in a in like a V shape? In an like an N shape, not a U shape. Right. Oh, that's so like weird. the curve was on top. So everything was like folded half like, inside and then like the pushed split. Pushed into the split. And, and pushed in. Right. So you well you had like um They did like the the lettuce and the like peppers and the like oil and vinegar and stuff Mm -hmm. like down into the the crevice. In the crevice. And then you like N shaped the meats and cheeses on top of it. That's weird. It was very weird. And it made it very difficult to eat the sand. Yeah, I could see that. Because like I wanted to take a bite, but I had to like bite sideways? Like a piece of bread off the right side and then like a center other shaped bite to yeah. get the meat in my mouth and then like another piece of bread off the left so it was just like eating the sandwich wasn't good even though the ingredients were fine the ingredients were fine the bread could be better but overall yeah. like ingredients was good i just didn't eating it was hard
1: yeah it shouldn't be hard to eat a sandwich That's no the opposite of a sandwich's <laughs> purpose
0: no sandwich yeah and so that was <laughs> difficult for me oh i'm sorry yeah. The quest it a, continues. It's a rough week. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> weird trucks, bad sandwiches. Yeah. No. Um yeah, the quest continues. We had a uh it was like
1: a chicken parmigiana for lunch today except you had to construct it yourself. Interesting. This it was it was a little weird. It was good. I ate it. Mm-hmm. But it was like the breaded chicken cutlets like in a in a trough so you grab tongs and put them out. Mhm. A bowl of sliced mozzarella. Like, they took the ball and, like, sliced it into pieces and then sliced those into smaller pieces. Yeah, nice. And a bowl of marinara sauce. And so, like, I was like, well, I know how this is supposed to be. Because I, like, I put the chicken cutlet down, the cheese on top, and the marinara sauce on top of that. And it was good. But it was a weird that, like, I had to make it myself.
0: Yeah. Why wouldn't they just... Like, do they normally have things, like, plated to just grab? Not plated, Or but, but you would, like, you would, I mean, like it, it spatula always, yeah, a thing spatula? Yeah, I would, like, out.
1: spatula some, uh, a piece of chicken parmesan with the cheese and sauce on it, like, onto my plate.
0: Maybe someone called out. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it
1: was a very weird experience. I'm like, I don't, know, I don't know what's going
0: on. This is unusual. Do you think, like, you were supposed to do something different and you did it wrong? That is always a possibility. What if the idea was, like, you thought you knew what, like, chicken parmesan That's, was? Yeah.
1: I wouldn't put it past me.
0: Hmm. But you were supposed to do some fun like, yeah. construction. And then
1: I had a cubano for Oh dinner.
0: god. That was real good. Love a cubano. Yeah, it was
1: on the panini press. Mm. So, it was like it was like a big old beefy roll, but they squished it down with the panini oh,
0: press. So buttery. Yeah,
1: it was a real good sandwich. Could have had a little more mustard.
0: Okay. You'll get them next time. Yeah, the quest continues. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I if I had a like deli sandwich that I used to check everything else, it would be the cubano. Mm. Like that's that's my fave.
0: Yeah. I like Cubanos a lot. Um I went to I did okay, I did have a great sandwich recently. Oh,
1: I'm though. I'm excited.
0: It, it wasn't Italian. That's okay. Um I went to Fricano's. I don't know what that is. It's like a I guess it's like a famous ish like Austin sandwich place. Cool. You gotta go. Awesome. Uh they wholesale their sandwiches to lots of other places Ooh. right so you can buy like pre-packaged fricano sandwiches at lots of like shops and yeah, i don't like
1: pre-packaged sandwiches for a lot of reasons yeah
0: um like the upon coffee on yeah. rock Rose, they they have those serve fricano sandwiches gotcha. and like sometimes i go there and get like a coffee and a sandwich yeah and like they're fine they're pre-packaged yeah
1: pre-packaged sandwiches are not a great
0: choice but they're fine because they make really good sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So I went and got uh, and got a Reuben. Yeah, and it was it was good.
1: I don't like Thousand Island dressing. Mmm,
0: that's too bad. Yeah, they have other really good sandwiches. I'm sure. I bet they got a good Cubano. The bread was incredible. Yeah,
1: homemade, house made. I couldn't.
0: I didn't ask, and I. I meant to I didn't look on the website. I gotta look yeah. on the website and see if it tells me if it's house made or if they like write wholesale from a bakery nearby yeah. or something. Because yeah. if they get it from a bakery nearby, I wanna like go, go to there bakery. and buy their bread. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well uh Thundercloud does that. They have all their bread made. They don't make it in house, but they get it from local bakeries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Thundercloud's fine for sandwiches. They're not they don't blow me away, but mm. I haven't been. Uh it's fine. I mean it's better than Subway. Uh I actually the sandwich I like the most at Thundercloud is their fake chicken Parmesan sandwich.
0: What makes it fake?
1: It's fake chicken.
0: Oh, like for vegetarians? It's like a vegetarian chicken. Huh.
1: Um, but it's breaded and covered in cheese and marinara.
0: Do they have a real chicken No. Parm- <laughs> <laughs> is it better than like other real chicken parm sandwiches you've had? No. Okay. But I mean, a
1: real chicken Parmesan is just, oh. Oh, it's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But to be honest, the important part of a chicken parm sandwich is the breading, cheese, and, and sauce. sauce. Yeah, the chicken is the least important part. Yeah. So if it's fake chicken,
1: it's fine. You're still getting all the good stuff. Yeah, but it's always <laughs> kind of fun to eat it because it's like I'm pretending to be a vegetarian. Nom, nom, nom.